you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Hey, 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 it's Oliver Banks here and welcome to episode 34 of the Retail Transformation Show. Now, innovation is one of those subject matters that always seems to be a hot topic, don't you think? It's a natural lead into disruption. It's a natural lead into transformation. So it's only fitting that here on the Retail Transformation Show, we talk about innovation too. But you can't just talk about innovation just for the sake of it, right? There has to be a purpose. It has to be solving a problem, moving your business or the world forward. So our special guest today, I'm really excited to introduce you to. She's the founder and CEO of the Center for Advancing Innovation. It's a US-based non-profit organization. So I'm speaking to Rosemary Truman today. Now, Rosemary knows a thing or two about innovation, as you will discover in the conversation today. And we're talking all about a new global innovation challenge, which you could be part of. But before you turn off and think, hey, hey, I don't have any big innovation ideas that I could put into a a challenge or a competition. Stay tuned. You don't need to have the idea, but you do need to have the right attitude and you do need to be willing to go for it. So we're going to be talking all about the scale challenge today, where scale stands for supply chain and logistics enterprises. So the whole theme here is to disrupt and transform supply chains and logistics around the world. Now, obviously, that's a key part of retail. So this could be a really big shift. And you're going to hear some of the amazing success stories that Rosemary has had through helping new innovations come to market and have a really big impact. All of the notes from today's episode will be found over at obandco.uk slash 34. That's obandco.uk slash 34. And if you've not already done so, do remember to click that subscribe button and make sure you don't miss out of any future episodes of the Retail Transformation Show. New episodes are coming out every single Monday. So like I say, hit subscribe and don't miss another one. Now I could talk a whole lot more about the scale challenge, but you know what? Without further ado, let's jump straight on in to my conversation with Rosemary Truman. And remember, stay tuned till the end and I will join you again for some closing thoughts. Here we go. Rosemary Truman, welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you, Oliver. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a pleasure. We've got some really, really exciting stuff. I can't wait to dive into this conversation. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and I know this is going to be brilliant. So we know that the world of retail and supply chains and logistics has dramatically evolved over the last few years. You know, the rise of e-commerce as well as technology, has really dramatically changed the landscape. And that kind of is going to continue to happen. Innovation is happening at such a fast rate. And that's what we're diving into today. Rosemary, 
we're, we're going to be exploring the Scale Challenge. Tell me more. Well, the Scale Challenge is an initiative that the Center for Advancing Innovation has in partnership with the Walton Family Foundation. And the Walton Family Foundation, by the way, is uh, a foundation out of Northwest Arkansas um, that uh, has significant ownership in Walmart, Tyson's Food, and J.B. Hunt. And so we're very excited about this partnership. The, the focus of the partnership is to launch 20 new breakthrough supply chain companies based in Northwest Arkansas. Um, so, so the teams will come into the challenge. They'll pick one of the inventions in the challenge and compete for the privilege of launching a company around the invention. So you'll have up to 10 teams competing for each of the inventions in the challenge. So this challenge is a bit upside down or it flips the script, so to speak, uh, versus challenges that you probably have heard in the past. In a normal challenge, teams come in with their idea on a piece of paper. In this case, we've selected inventions from all around the United States that have had, you know, 10 or more million dollars spent on them already. And, and who's, who's spent this money? Where have these inventions come from? So in the United States, we spend anywhere from 140 to 160 billion dollars in R&D per year on inventions. Billion dollars. Billion though. Billion with a B. Wow. With a B, yeah, a billion. So imagine the last seven years, we have about a trillion dollars worth of intellectual property sitting on the shelf. Wow. Less than 0.1% of these inventions ever go anywhere. So you've probably heard of Tempur-Pedic, GPS, um, the fundamental elements of your smartphone. All of those were developed in NASA. So there are really some very valuable inventions sitting on the shelf. But like I said before, very, very few of them get off the shelf for various reasons. Um, they're hard to find, they're hard to an analyze, and then you actually have to do a deal to get them off the shelf. So at present, we know that there's 250,000 inventions sitting on the shelf across the top 145 research institutes. And these are the ones that are patented. We don't know how many are sitting on the shelf that are not patented. If we could get 1% more of these inventions out a year with a 50% or more failure rate, we could make a $1.5 trillion GDP impact on the U.S. economy. And then more broadly, there's usually a 4x impact on the global economy. So imagine a $5 trillion impact. We could just get 1% more of these inventions out a year. So just 1%, um, that's enormous. So we've, we're sitting on this gold mine of amazing inventions that have been designed by these really very clever people from NASA, from universities, right? Mm-hmm, yes. And it's just a question of being able to make them happen. Why haven't they happened up to now? Why is it only 0.1% that get realized? The first challenge is in actually finding the invention, uh, being able to discover what the invention is. So some universities don't have the capacity to put their inventions up on any website. So maybe they have 10% of the inventions, 25% of the inventions on their website. Many times, even if the invention is on the website, it is out of date. Uh, it's usually the patent uh, definition, if you will, like the definition of the patent that is on the on the website, um, which illustrates only one application for the invention, or maybe a, perhaps a few different applications for the invention. But if you can imagine NASA inventions, NASA inventions are often made for anti-gravity situations. So for example, to, for us to analyze the NASA inventions, we had to explore every single application, do a market assessment of those applications, operation feasibility assessment of those applications, et cetera, et cetera. So imagine you have 10 applications for each of the inventions, imagine a thousand inventions, so it's 4,000 um, evaluations. So doing this kind of due diligence is actually quite difficult. 
we have to do a multidimensional segmentation analysis first to segment the inventions and then apply the appropriate due diligence model and so on and so forth. But the first step is to get the invention into some kind of format that you can analyze. So we have to scrape the invention out, dissect it, harmonize it, uh, the patent data, augment the data with the most recent information from the inventor or where the, what what additional information we can find in terms of publications for the invention. And only at that point can we start doing our evaluation. So first is finding the invention, then is performing the evaluation on the invention. And so then imagine you find the very best invention you could possibly imagine. Now you have to get the invention. That means you have to, to do a deal with the organization that owns the invention. It could be the case that that invention is already gone, meaning they've that organizations already licensed the invention, but let's pretend it's it's not gone and you can get the invention. So now you have to do, like I said, a deal. So over the last nine years, we have been working on models, startup friendly uh, term sheets, if you will, licensing models, so that we can work with these institutions to get the inventions for startup friendly terms with not like a million dollar upfront payment or something like that. It's very important to make it feasible for the, a new startup to get access to the invention. Now, mm. the final step is you actually have to transfer the invention. So imagine it's a stack, software, hardware, mechanical, electrical, uh, and, and communication. Let's say there's five components to the stack. Sure. What if the software is missing? They can't find it because it's been sitting there so long. There are challenges. Even getting the invention is, is difficult. So you know, that's why I launched the Center for Advancing Innovation. We knew of these inventions sitting on the shelf, and we wanted to accelerate and increase the volume of invention commercialization, um, ultimately to you know boost entrepreneurship, um, the economy, and you know impact human health and sustainability. It sounds amazing. So you're the founder of the Center for Advancing Innovation, which is a, a nonprofit, right? That's right. And you do some amazing work. Just, just very briefly, I know you've, you've run some of these challenges before in, in other industries. Tell me just a little bit about them. Yeah. So we're in our eighth challenge right now. We've launched more than 280 companies. We have partnered with 80 institutions across the United States and a few in Europe. And we have access to 170,000 inventions in our database. Um, of our, of the companies we've launched, uh, 60% of them are co-founded by women and 80% of them are co-founded by minorities. So we really buck the national average. And then also we simultaneous to the challenge, we run a eight month accelerator program to train on every aspect of being an entrepreneur. So it's 40 classes, 12 company building exercises and 16 weeks of hot seats. <laughs> wow. So this is, this is really pretty cool and it, it's, it's a really exciting time. So. If we zoom back into the, the, the scale challenge, it's, as you say, supported by the Walton Foundation, which is, is run by Sam Walton's children. Sam Walton being the founder of Walmart, of course. And it's, it's there to really look at the retail supply chain and logistics and how we can really transform that area. And there are a number of different inventions I know that can really can really go into that. Do you want to just explain a couple of them? I mean, these are real proper inventions. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. These are not sort of chocolate teapot ideas, right? These are proper things. Tell me tell me a bit more. Yes. So we have some extremely exciting inventions. One of them is a modular electronic robotic vehicle. So imagine you never had to parallel park again. The wheels of this this electronic vehicle go in a 360 degree turn. 
and all of the systems in the vehicle are 100% fail-proof. So if one thing fails, there's another system that takes over. That's extremely exciting. Another one is a wireless power transfer system. We all like our drones, right? We like our Teslas too. What if you never had to plug them in? So this particular invention is a wireless power transfer system. So basically it goes near to the vehicle, the drone or the electronic car or what have you, and it powers it wirelessly. And there's a third one I'll just mention briefly called the Robonaut from NASA. So the Robonaut, tell me more then. So the Robonaut could be used for many functions that are currently performed on a warehouse floor by humans. So it could actually take over quite a lot of the, the, the functions. There's lots of videos online too that I'd encourage people to go look at. It's a very exciting NASA invention. Cool. Sounds really good. So these are some, some amazing things. So who are you looking for? Who's, who's a perfect applicant in, in this and how does it all work? Tell me a bit more. Okay. So how it works is that uh, teams will come into the challenge. Um, they, they can come in as an individual. They sign a letter of intent form. It's very fast. It's about, it takes about a minute to, to do the form. And we're looking for people who are willing to do the hard work, essentially. People who are willing to learn and do the hard work and who want to be an entrepreneur. So here's, here's a news flash for everyone, right? Running a business is not easy. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to be, you've got to be willing to, to go for the hard, hard graft. And given these are such disruptive or potentially disruptive businesses and innovations and ideas, you know, you've got to do the, do the hard yards to, uh, to get them over the line. That's right. Uh, and you have to be willing to work with others. So that's another very important thing is that you, you come into the challenge and you're going to be part of a team. You may lead the team, but you're going to be part of a multidisciplinary team. So you can come in either as, as an individual by yourself and be grouped in with another team, or you can come in as a team, or, you know, as maybe it's a group of colleagues, et cetera. Yeah. Am I right? That's right. So as you come into the challenge, you, you go directly into the elevator speed phase. We have a rolling entry process. So. Teams can come in before the end of August. Um, when Once you come into the elevator speech phase, you need to write a two-minute video or, or create a two-minute video that describes the problem you're trying to solve, how the invention you've selected solves that problem, and why you are differentiated. Is it your go-to-market strategy? Is your R&D plan, etc.? Okay. The elevator speech then goes on to a public voting platform called YouTube. And I've heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we paid for some of them in the past, and that was not worth it. So YouTube is great. <laughs> and so then by the end of October, we will know who won the elevator speech phase. Okay, so so we, we apply in by the end of August, so you've got what? Two, two and a half months to, to make the application. And then you go into the, the elevator pitch, build the video. And then that, that draws us into October timeframe for, for the public voting. That's right. And then if you make it through that phase, you get to go into the business plan phase. And this is where the hard work starts. Um, so the business plan phase, the teams need to create a 10 page business plan. And believe me, that's, it's much easier to create a 30 page business plan. The teams also will create a full financial model, which includes a risk-adjusted NPV, evaluation model on the cap table, and the teams will pitch to our panel of judges. One important factor is that this entire challenge is virtual. So your team could be 
from California, the UK, and New Zealand. It could be all three different continents. In fact, we've had teams like that. And so our judging panel is also in different geographic locations. So when you pitch to this panel of judges, you'll be pitching virtually. It's the elevator speech phase till end of October, business plan phase until end of March of 2020. And then the final award ceremony and investor forum will be March 28th to April 4th in Northwest Arkansas. Cool. So then April 5th, 2020, you could be up and running with a, a brand new disruptive business. Am I right? You are absolutely correct. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I mean, we're, we're halfway through 2019. And just think, in you know, a, a few months, you could be in a totally different direction for your entire life. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow. Our challenge is there's 280 companies. We have three unicorns in that group. And, you know, one of them is, has raised more than $100 million in two years. So imagine you are now at uh, a consultant at Accenture. I'm making this up. We have not had any consultants from Accenture. <laughs> but So if there are any consultants from Accenture, <laughs> this is a direct call for you. This, this yeah, could be you. <laughs> you, could, you could now be running a multi-million dollar company making drones or making robots or making electric cars. It's so cool, isn't it? Really life-changing. You, you could have a, a role already or you could be looking at new opportunities. And I suppose you, you could enter the scale challenge and be developing this outside of work or, or, or as, a, as a primary focus, I suppose, for the moment. Obviously, once if, if, you, were to, if you were to win and, and, uh, and start up, you're probably going to want to focus a bit more seriously on it than uh, as, on a, as a part-time gig. For now, you could certainly jump on in and see what happens, right? Absolutely. A lot of the teams that come into our challenge are working somewhere else. And then they do 10 to 20 hours a week on creating their new startup as well. Which is quite, quite achievable, really, in the, in the evening. You know, given that, you know, you've had millions of, of dollars spent on the R&D already, that sort of 10 to 20 hours, you know, a couple of hours a day sort of thing, it's not not a massive ask really for 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 the, for the overall uh, benefit right that's right and some of the benefits to mention benefits are pretty significant some of our teams have well let me just start with saying i'm very proud of these startups we've launched 50% of the top startup challenges are won by our startups so one of our startups was named one of the 10 world's hottest startups by cnbc um, one was a finalist in the Startup Open by the Global Entrepreneurship Network. Nice. We have nine Forbes 30 under 30. And, of course, many of them have raised millions and millions of, of dollars. That's incredible. Nine of the 30 under 30 are, 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 have, have gone through a Center for Advancing Innovation Challenge. That's right. It's brilliant. So we could be looking for the next big, you know, Richard Branson, Zuckerberg, whoever, that is, is really going to disrupt well, potentially the whole wide world, right? That's right. How do I find out more? How do I get involved? So the challenge website is scalechallenge.org. And of course, we would love people to enter the challenge to either pick one of the inventions that we have as the topic of the challenge, or teams can also enter their own startups if they are disruptive to supply chain. So if you've got your idea already, right? The expectation is that all of the people with their own ideas will compete against each other and the people who are on each invention will compete for that invention. Got it. 
So to come into the challenge, go to, go to scalechallenge.org. There's a button right there on the front page and click it. It says enter. Sounds easy. <laughs> and so come in as soon as you can, because as soon as we get 10 teams for each invention, we don't accept any more teams. Okay. So don't, don't, don't have that sort of that fear of missing out, that FOMO. You know, if, you, if one of those inventions really appeals to you, click enter now, right? That's right. <laughs> and, and then, you know, you can pace yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and so, you know, some of the reasons you might want to participate also are that we, we put some very high profile mentors around you, like Ariane Cornell, the head of Blue Origin Strategy, Ben Lamb, who's a serial entrepreneur, very famous serial entrepreneur, uh, Michael Grange, who is a supply chain wizard. And my, Michael is, is a good friend of the uh, Retail Transformation Show. He was, he was uh, one of my special guests back on episode 14, actually. He's fantastic. He's going to be a fabulous mentor. So also the teams will participate in training, get media attention. Our teams have been featured in Chicago Tribune, Forbes, Wired, Scientific America, TechCrunch. Um, and they get prize money, of course, and introductions to people that are surrounded by the Walton family. Absolutely. So you'll, you'll get some help opening the doors, right? Mm-hmm. And there are other ways that people can participate as well. People can come into the challenge, and of course, we want as many participants as possible, but t- people who just want to give back to the entrepreneurial community can come in as an advisor, which is like one hour of time to present on a topic like how to pitch or some, some topic that they are uh, an expert in. So if you, if you want to help share your knowledge to, to the budding entrepreneurs, then you can as a sort of a, a mini training course, a sort of webinar style, I'm guessing. That's exactly right. And that role is called an advisor. Okay. And then you can also be a mentor like Michael Grange or Ben Lamb. And that's about two hours a month. So we would pair you with a team of your choice. You could also be a judge. That's about eight hours of time. That, that time won't be spent until March of 2020. So you have lots of time to plan for that eight hours to be spent in um, March of 2020. We would also like to invite investors to come into our investor forum, which is going to be April 2nd and 3rd of 2020 in Northwest Arkansas, as I mentioned. And we are so privileged also to uh, have Oliver Banks play a role as an ambassador, which uh, is an ambassador is a person who um, basically engages the ecosystem to uh, encourage people to enter the challenge. I'm so proud to be uh, to be taking on this role. It's such an exciting thing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> thank you, Rosemary, for, uh, for, for letting me in the door on this one. It's, uh, it's such a brilliant opportunity for so many people and, and for the, for the whole world as well. And, uh, a number of, of, of my listeners as well work in, in big retailers as well. So they're going to be probably quite keen to, to keep a bit of an eye on what the inventions are, right? That could be the next big, transformational program that that any given retailer could take on to uh to give them a new competitive advantage or 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 deliver other benefits right absolutely sounds good i should also point out i'm going to be a bit cheeky here rosemary so i hope it's okay with you if you do go on and uh you decide to enter then make sure that there there is going to be a drop down box where you can how did you find out about this sort of thing if you click on my name what that's going to open up for you is I'm going to offer you a personal coaching call. And that could be as a, as a team to help you to, to develop your idea, develop your elevator pitch, or it could be as an individual to help refine through a particular challenge. So that is a 
special bonus. If, if you are listening and you do decide to enter, that's going to be a, a, a little extra that I'll throw in there for, for any of my very loyal uh, listeners that fancy jumping into the scale challenge. So scalechallenge.org is where you go to find out more. Rosemary, this has been so fun. It's, uh, I'm <laughs> slightly lost for words, to be honest. There are so many different directions that this conversation could go on. And I'd love to invite you back onto the Retail Transformation Show to explore some of those different directions. Would that be okay? I would love to. And anyone who gets to take a coaching session from Oliver Banks is more lucky than they can possibly imagine. Oh, that's so kind of you to say so. <laughs> Well, he's not paying me either. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so th- this has been um, lots of fun. If anyone's got any questions, uh, they can either reach out to me. So oliver.banks at obandco.uk or like I say, go to scalechallenge.org. Is there anything else to add in, Rosemary, before we wrap this one up? No, I just thank everybody for listening. And it's a privilege and an honor to be on the show, Oliver. I appreciate it. Oh, it's been super, super to have you. And um, like I say, I'm going to definitely make sure I get in your diary once again to invite you back onto the Retail Transformation Show. And we can share more about some of the secrets of innovation, particularly keen to explore some of your background, looking at what you've learned from the other eight innovation challenges that you've run as well. I would love to. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Look forward to speaking to you soon, Rosemary. Excellent. Thank you, Oliver. and everyone. Go to scalechallenge.org. We want to have you enter and pick Oliver Banks. Download at the list. Super. Thanks very much, Rosemary. Thank you. Have a good day. So I'm intrigued. What did you think of that? Doesn't that just sound amazing? The scale challenge. But I have to ask, are you going to take part? Is this for you? Or do you actually know someone that could be a great fit for this? Maybe they work in your team. Maybe you're friends with them. Why don't you pass on this episode to them? Tell them about the Retail Transformation Show. This is episode 34. They can, of course, tune in on a normal podcast player or a podcast app. And of course, all of the show notes from today, as I mentioned earlier, can be found over at obandco.uk slash 34. So the scale challenge, you know, is, is something... I'm really excited and proud to be a part of. These sort of opportunities don't come around very often. Whether it's right for you or not, the fact that we're talking about innovation, big innovation, is a great thing. So we're going to continue to to pick up on innovation, of course, in the show, but also on LinkedIn. I'm going to be sharing more about innovation, about some of the inventions as well. So if we're not already connected, do remember to connect you can find me, Oliver Banks. And when you're when you're connecting, remember to personalise the invite. Let me know you're a listener. It would be great to hear from you. If you have any questions on the scale challenge, you can go and get all of the information and see the inventions themselves over at scalechallenge.org. Or you can email me, oliver.banks at obandco.uk. I always love hearing from you. So yeah, do get in touch, like I say. So we're going to be wrapping this episode up right here. As always, it's been a total pleasure spending this time with you. 
and I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Have a fantastic week. Bye.